that it's about more than just the change that we create for ourselves, more than just living our fullest expression and a fully aligned life for ourselves. It is about being a stand for the transformation that we feel is most important. Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today I want to talk about understanding and activating the three channels for change. This is for those of us who are driven to contribute to the world in some way that is above and beyond simply creating changes within ourselves. That internal healing and growth work is really vital to making change in the world, so you can't bypass that part. You have to know who you are. You have to know what your purpose work is. You have to know what you feel called to do. You have to be able to claim that. You have to be able to step outside of your subconscious winning strategy, your limiting beliefs, your fears, heal your traumas, your core wounds. All of this work matters. And it matters, especially for those of us that want to go out and create change in the world around us. When I say the world around us, that might be globally, that might be in your local communities, and that may just be within your home, within your immediate relationships. But it's about more than just the change that we create for ourselves, more than just living our fullest expression and a fully aligned life for ourselves. It is about being a stand for the transformation that we feel is most important. It's about giving back to the world, it's about creating what we are here to create and sharing that outwardly. So creating a channel for change, a channel for our purpose to express itself and impact the other people and the world around us. That is what we're going to be talking about today, but it does really begin with knowing what matters to you and why it matters to you. Knowing what you care about requires having a relationship to your emotions, particularly anger, being able to feel your anger, your rage, your fury, your hurt, your heartache, all of our contractive emotions are a key and a clue to what it is that we care about, what it is that we want to create change around. So if you don't have a relationship with your emotions, this is going to be very difficult. You're going to intellectualize your way into contribution and creating change. And what that usually means is that what you create won't feel fully aligned for you because you're intellectualizing it. And when we're intellectualizing, we're often going based off of information which we are gathering from the external world and we are internalizing or interpreting in such a way that it gets muddled versus when we can really be tapped into the truth of who we are, when we can really create and gain clarity from our emotions, our state, our feelings, our true, real, raw feelings about certain situations and experiences, then we can create in a way that is aligned for us because we're transmuting it directly from the raw emotion what it is that we feel, what it is that we're experiencing. And when we're in our rage, our divine rage, our anger, our fury, we are the most passionate. We are the most intensely and intentionally aligned with what it is that we care about. So you have to have a relationship to your emotions. You have to have a relationship to anger. And for a lot of people and certain personality types in particular, they are terrified of their anger. They are terrified because they think that it's going to hurt them or the people around them, that it's unsafe, unwanted, violent, wrong. Anger. Anger is one of our most divinely fueled emotions. 
anger, rage, and fury are not bad. They're not wrong. There is no such thing as a bad or wrong emotion. There is simply expansive and contractive. And there is what it is that we do with those emotions. Do we tell stories about them and spiral ourselves into some dark place? Do we lose sight of what matters because we're so lost in story? Do we use it in an unsafe and unproductive way? Do we lash out at other people? Do we cause harm to ourselves or others? That is what we have to look at. and That is what we have to work on. But anger itself is not bad or wrong. Anger is so potent and so powerful. And oftentimes, anger can mask deeper contractive emotions like hurt and sadness, hopelessness, despair. Anger is a gateway, but we have to have a relationship to it, a safe and a healthy one, which means we have to feel it first and foremost. We have to get to know how it feels in our body, how it shows up, where it lives inside of our body, what it feels like. Building a relationship to it and learning to allow it to be there without any story. So noticing your stories about your anger, your rage, your fury. What do you tell yourself about that emotion itself? What do you make it mean about you that you feel it? What are all of those stories that society has just shoved into your brain that you now have internalized, that you make true and they're not? They're just stories. There's nothing bad or wrong about anger. It is what we choose to do with it, how we choose to work with it, the stories that we tell about it. Anger is a force. Rage and fury are forces. They are so potent. They are so raw. They are so intense. And they are very pointed. Meaning we don't just feel anger unless we have a ton of stored anger that we haven't processed and worked with. It's just always there in our body. But even then, If you were to begin to unpack all of that anger that just was constantly present in your body, you would find that it is pointed. There is a reason that it is there. It is about something that matters to you. It is telling you where a boundary has been violated, where your no has been disrespected, where you are tolerating the intolerable, where something is not right, something is not aligned with your values, something is harmful. It's just not okay. Anger is pointed. Anger will point us to what matters most to us and why, but we have to feel it. Think about the last time that you got angry. And if you're afraid to do that because you don't want to spool it up, that means that there is a story about why anger is bad and wrong. There is an experience that you have had where anger was unsafe, unproductive. Either your anger, you hurt yourself or someone else, or someone else's anger. They hurt themselves or you. What's the fear around anger? If you're not ready to go into the anger, you're not ready. But the work then is why aren't you ready? Why can't you feel your anger? Why can't you have a relationship to it? What needs to happen so that you can? Because anger is potent and powerful. And anger, when we transmute it, is unlike anything else. So think of a time that you were angry. What were you angry about? Why were you angry? What did that anger feel like in your body? Can you become familiar with where it takes up space? The weight, the color, the feel, the texture, the way that it moves or doesn't? Does it sit heavy in your belly? 
Or do you feel it swirling around in your chest, in your throat, your back? Build that relationship to your anger. Why were you angry? When we go into the why, and we do this with the intention to transmute anger, just like any emotion that we transmute, we can't bypass. So we want to feel and process the emotion. We're not trying to skip over it, turn it into something productive without first feeling it. But we're also not trying to make someone or something inherently wrong. That person, that wrong that they did, we want to expand it beyond the situation that we're angry about. Why do we care about this? What boundary was violated and why does that boundary matter? What are we tolerating that is intolerable and why does it matter? Why should we not be tolerating that? Why should that intolerable thing not be a thing that people do and say? Why are you angry? What feels misaligned around your values and why do those values matter to you, for other people, for the world? When I work one-on-one with clients, especially my entrepreneurial business-oriented clients, all clients, but especially the ones who are working to create something, they are the clearest, the most passionate, and the most impactful when they get angry. I will actively work to make them angry at times, to agitate them. One thing that I do with my clients is play the but why game, is what someone once dubbed it. I will ask incessantly, why? Why does that matter? Why do you care? Why should anyone care about that? I do it in an obnoxious way because I want them to feel their anger. They want them to tap into why it really matters to them, why it really matters for the world. And when they get agitated and when they get angry, they get passionate. They transmute it into this creative catalyzing, disruptive energy that can then be channeled. And this energy, this message, this feeling, these things that they are saying are so clear. They are the clearest, most potent, powerful versions of themselves when they are channeling their anger in a productive way. When they are feeling it, when they are building a relationship to it, when they are letting it be what it is and they are transmuting it actively into catalyzing energy. And we can do this with all of our emotions. This is transmutation. We can do this with sadness, with hopelessness, with despair, grief, rage, fury, anger, jealousy. All of the contractive emotions can be transmuted in a productive way into a channel for change, for true transformation in the world. We must first feel them. And we must have a relationship to our anger in particular, if we really want to create change. Our divine rage, fury, anger gets transmuted into passion, intensity, clarity, directiveness. It makes very clear what is wrong and what needs to be addressed. And when we have that clarity, we can organize around it. And we can think about why it matters to us and what we believe should be different. And when we know these things, we can then move on them and we can create in such a way 
that it causes true transformation. So you have to have a relationship to your emotions, particularly the contractive ones, especially anger. What do you care about and why can you get yourself into that state of rage and fury, divine rage and fury? Can you let yourself feel that so that you can then channel from there? Now, there are three channels for change that I want to talk about today. And there is a very special invitation for you in the show notes to go deeper into this conversation. And I'm very, very excited for this next layer of the conversation that I've been having with you through all of my marketing with the podcast, with the Art of Transmutation Masterclass that we did. All of this is building towards something really incredible that I can't wait to share with you. So check the show notes for a special invitation if you're ready to start building a channel of change. If you're ready to transmute your contractive emotions into this catalyzing energy that will transform the world around you in ways that are meaningful and that matter to you. So let's talk about the three channels for change. Once we have gotten clear on what matters to us, what's important, what we care about, we start to transmute that energy in a really specific way in a really productive way. We know what we care about. We know we see what needs to change. We're fired up around it. We're feeling passionate, intentional, focused, clear. There are three channels for change. And the first is a channel of expression, which is your purpose expression, being who you're here to be in this life, creating a life that's fully expressed and fully aligned. Living our fullest expression is the biggest, most important contribution that we can make in this lifetime. I believe that. I know that with my whole soul. Just being who you are here to be is one of the greatest contributions that you can make in ways that are direct and indirect. I use myself and my story as an example of this often. Me getting really clear on my fullest expression being owning land and how a step towards that was getting a camper that I could live in so that I could change the way that I live so that I could move towards what it is that I wanted. That is me living my fullest expression. That is me creating a life that feels fully aligned for me. And in doing that, it has contributed to the lives of others and doing that and sharing it, simply sharing my joy, simply being who I'm here to be. I have watched as that has impacted others, some around the same goal and dream and desire. More so, people who could care less about owning land or definitely don't want to live in a camper. But seeing me live my fullest expression activated something in them, helped them get clear on not living the life that feels most like me. What would that be? And moving them towards it simply by me showing up in my fullest expression has a ripple effect. And this is true of everyone. You do not have to be an entrepreneur. You do not have to have a platform and an audience for that to be true. You moving through life in your fullest expression, creating the things that are most important to you have a ripple effect. You being you, you being in the relationship that is the love of a lifetime at the grocery store, has a ripple effect. 
So the channel of expression is so important, is the most important of the channels, is the channel that everybody should, must, will activate around. Because in order to do the other two channels, you have to be in your fullest expression. You have to be living life fully aligned. So what does that mean for you? When I talk about purpose, I clarify two things about purpose. There is the seed of your purpose, the seed of who you're here to be in this lifetime, the seed of your fullest expression, who you will grow into, who you are here to be. There's a way that our purpose expresses itself how it wants to move out of us. And that changes based on the times that we live in and how life shapes us. There is a seed of who we are. And there is the way that our purpose wishes to express outwardly. What are those things for you? Do you know them? Are you in alignment with yourself clearly enough that you know who you are, what you're called to create, who you're called to be, the life that you feel called to live? And are you moving towards that? Are you being all of yourself. And what does it look like for you to contribute to the world as your fullest expression? What are the lifestyle changes, the relationships you need to be in, the things that you spend your time on, the conversations that you're engaged in? What are those things, the work that you do? What are those things for you? those channels of expression for your purpose, your fullest expression. And the other two channels for change are creation and conversation. They can work separately and together. The channels of creation and conversation are active channels that we must create, active conversations that we must be engaged in, that we must be having in the world in the way that feels right for us. So instead of just... And I say just, but don't assign meaning to that. That doesn't mean just as in small. Instead of us just living our fullest expression, a fully aligned life and having that be our channel for change. We are also actively creating something that serves as a droplet that ripples into disruption, that creates true transformation in the world in a very specific way. Some of my favorite channels are business, podcasting, and writing books. There is also art. There is music. There is movies. Creating something that goes out into the world. And that creation is often centered around a conversation. And conversation channels can show up in different ways. It can be the business. It can be being a speaker. It can be being an author, hosting your own podcast, creating a movie, telling a story. It's also being active in the world. Rallies around what matters. Going to events, using your voice, being political, voting. That's conversations that you're engaged in. And the people that tend to come to me that work with me, that are here in this audience, probably listening to these words right now, combine the two most frequently. They choose a channel that allows for creation and conversation. This podcast is a very specific conversation. My other podcast, Tales from the Journey, 
is also a very specific, slightly different conversation. Both are channels of creation, actively creating something, something tangible. You can watch this video, you can listen to this audio, you can follow this show and be engaged in the conversation. My books, they're all very specific conversations, whether it's telling my story in Unravel or having daily bits of inspiration, motivation, and guidance around a specific theme in the daily tips books, even the short books that I have written and published are a specific conversation. They are also a creation. There's something that I have created around that conversation that I have put out into the world for others to consume that are actively designed to create ripples of change. Business, the programs that I run, the speaking that I do, the offerings that I have, the coaching work, all of it is a creation and a conversation. So the people that come to me the most that my work is really created for are people who want to combine creation and conversation on top of and in addition to as an extension of them living their fullest expression, their most purposeful and aligned life, doing what they feel called to do, being who they are here to be. You have to understand these channels so that you can really tune into which channel feels right and most aligned for me. If you want to create true change in the world outside of you, remembering that your fullest expression, channel of expression, is the greatest contribution that you can make, being who you are here to be, which is working on yourself, creating change within yourself, transforming your way of being, stepping out of all that's old and weighing you down. And... Do you want to create ripples outside of you globally, locally, within your home, within your immediate relationships so that the ripples go further, so that you are creating ripples around what matters most to you, what you feel divine rage and fury and anger around, what you care about, what breaks your heart, and being intentional with that channel. And starting a podcast writing a book, making your art. These things don't require that you become an entrepreneur unless that feels aligned for you. There are so many people that have podcasts as a side hustle, a side hobby. As their purpose project, their channel for change, and they're completely content. Not working or working at a job because that job is meaningful and aligned for them. People write books, fiction, nonfiction. They don't have to be entrepreneurs. Many of the people in my community are an entrepreneur who want to create a specific channel of change, like a podcast or a book. What do you feel called to do? What feels right and aligned for you? What do you care enough about to have a conversation and create something around it? Above and beyond just showing up in your fullest expression and living a life that feels most like you. What do you feel called to create? If you're not sure, please check the show notes. 
for a very special invitation to something that will help you get clear, that will bring you deeper into these conversations that I'm having in my work. It will give you a very special opportunity and invitation to go deeper into this work with me and someone very special on a whole new level. I'm so excited to share what we're going to be sharing. So please check the show notes for the special invitation and just check in. Am I living my fullest expression? Am I living a life that feels fully aligned for me? And if not, what needs to shift? What work do I need to do? Consider joining Actualize. You can sign up at any time. The link will be in the show notes. That will help you come into deeper alignment to really get to know yourself and your purpose and how your purpose wishes to express through you the life you're here to live, what you feel called to do, who you're here to be. If you're ready to do that work and, or you've already done that work and you want to create a channel for change, you want to activate, you really want to have a conversation, create something that will go out into the world, that will become a channel for every time that you feel a contractive emotion, you process through it in a healthy and productive way, and you transmute it into that potent catalyzing energy. It has a place to go. And it's actively, it's not just going out into the world. It is designed in such a way that it is creating change and transformation around what matters to you. It is directly affecting and impacting other people's lives, communities, the world. If you're ready for that, please check out the special invitation in the show notes. And I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com slash podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals. Plus, our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.